What's up, guys? It's Kali the One. This is Disorderly Conduct. I am here on a Sunday with my man, the legend, Irving. What's going on, everybody? We're and back. We're, yes, sir. We're tapped in again, and today we have a special guest in the building, um, a young artist by the name of... Armani J. Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. Thank you for coming yes. on this gloomy me. Sunday. Yeah, right. man. It's gloomy gloomy LA Sunday. Killing the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we start, do want to say thank you again for coming. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Coming to chop it up with us. Um, yeah, so how was it getting here today? You told um, me you live a little close, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm like so 10 minutes away, so 10 minutes. easy, no it's traffic. It's not that bad. It's like an hour for me. An hour? Yeah. yeah. La Puente, like what's cool? It's like way down. Oh, okay, okay. Going Pomona area, sort of. Okay, okay. Yeah. Lucky for you, though, right? Yeah. Closer. Yeah. Closer to doing More time yeah. to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, so I do want to ask you, you know, again, thank you for coming, but first thing I want to get into is, I know you're an artist, mm-hmm. right? So singer, songwriter, um... Shoot, actor in a way, right? Because yeah. of music videos. So <laughs> right. you, you have multiple bags. Um, how did you get started in music? Um, so when I was younger, I used to just jump into all type of like talent shows. Mm-hmm. And we would have like the Christmas plays and stuff. Um, I joined my choir probably like in the sixth, seventh grade okay. at church. Uh, my mom didn't know I could sing until like the sixth grade when somebody <laughs> at my elementary told her that I was singing over the intercom every Monday. Oh, damn. <laughs> she was, she like, was all surprised. Like what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Because uh, I used to always be really shy, surprisingly. Mm. So over the years, I would just dibble and dabble into different type of music opportunities. Um, eighth grade, I had a friend that had a studio. That was the first time I was recording in a some serious I guess an actual studio mm, like we had early. the mic on shoe boxes yeah. and stuff but it was <laughs> it was something yeah pretty early so that's when I learned about like runs and stuff I'm a self-taught songstress so okay that's cool uh, I just got into it like that I guess just jumping into little things and I was just big on working on my craft really mm-hmm. like it wasn't about like I want to make it I want to be rich and I want to be this thing I was never like um how can I say this the girl that won everything mm-hmm. So therefore, my life was not based off of what I'm going to win and win, win, win. That's It's just more so like, how can I be better? Okay. How can I make myself better and make my craft better? Because then I'll be undeniable. That's okay. true. I see what you're saying. Do you consider it uh, natural talent? Like you were just naturally yeah. gifted at this? <laughs> I think so. That's a win. I'm, and I'm as you go, you just keep working and working mm-hmm. and learning as you go. That's cool. People always say like, there's no way you can learn how to sing. But I took a, um, I took a vocal class in like college, like my first year of college. And there is people that started off terrible and they could better. hold a note at the Damn. end. So there's hope. It's there's possible. Hope. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of practice. But even me, like, I did not always sound good. I God. used to sound terrible. And I would watch videos over and over again and critique myself, like Simon Cow, and be like, not going uh-huh. to make it to Instagram. Yeah, practice. Like, I feel like practice does make perfect, obviously. Mm-hmm. With practice, you can, you can make anything happen. Yeah. Um, you said that you joined your choir in church. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because I know a lot of people who were like drummers mm-hmm. for their church, singers, stuff like that. So, and that's kind of how they got started. So, talk yeah. about that. So, my dad is a pastor. I'm a PK. Okay. okay. And uh, I went to a different church than him. I didn't live with him. So, I had these friends up the street. I was like a tomboy. I wanted to play football, basketball with the guys and stuff. <laughs> and I was just like, every Wednesday and Sunday, they're not here. Where mm. are they at? So yeah. I'm asking their mom, like, where do you guys go every Wednesday? Church. And yeah, <laughs> we're going to Bible study. We're going to church. So I'm like, well, can I go? <laughs> like, if that means I could play longer with y'all, can I go? So she started taking me to church with her. I ended up meeting the pastor's daughter. We got very close. She actually became my stylist as we got older. Oh, wow. One of my bestest friends. Um, 
and they were involved in all the church activities. Mm-hmm. So when it came to choir, I knew I liked to sing. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I asked, I remember asking the first lady, like, could I sing for you so you could tell me if I could <laughs> be in the choir? And I was in her backseat and I sung and she was like, yeah, but choir didn't really work out for me only because I was always somebody that knew what they wanted. I didn't want to be in a group singing. singing yeah. yeah. And then like with those type of things, they put you in like categories like you're an alto you're a right. soprano you're a tenor and depending me, on your voice like yeah, what it is, yeah they would always put me with sopranos mm. and i'd be like i can't keep up that's, <laughs> like, the, hi- that's they, the highest right yeah so what what age was that that was that was in like the sixth grade seventh grade okay so then now let's fast forward to you said you had you know the, the mic on the shoe boxes that was eighth grade yeah so talk yep. about that now like what what got you to that Eighth grade, uh, there was this new guy at school, uh, real popular. Uh, okay. Eighth grade? <laughs> yeah, eighth grade. Middle school. He was like, he was that guy or whatever. And uh, he did music. He introduced me to one of his friends named Dino. And um, Dino picked us up from school. He was older than us. He picked us up from school. And we just went to his house and got in the studio, had the microphone on his shoe boxes and stuff. <laughs> and we did a um a remix to Runaway Love by Little Chris and Mary <laughs> <laughs> I funny. did the uh, Mary part and then he like rapped something. Do you still have that? I do. It's in my You're gonna put it out? It's tucked away. Tucked away. <laughs> it's tucked Never away. Never to be seen. It, I don't sound that bad on it actually. Mm, but how does he sound? He's good? Uh, rapping is different. Mm. So I gotta listen to those bars yeah. and see. Longevity is important. Yeah. <laughs> we can see. If Are you uh, born and raised in LA or in California? I was born in Duarte. Duarte. Do you know where that is? No, I don't know. No? You said. Duarte? Duarte. Duarte. Monrovia? Oh, yeah, yeah. Going to like. um. Like Azusa yeah, yeah. and Arcadia stuff. Yeah, I was born out there. Okay. Yeah, it's close to where I live. Yeah, right now, yeah. see, I okay. figured you passed by or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was born out there, and then when I was about like five, I moved out here. And I used to, I grew up in this neighborhood, Redondo, where I stay now. Mm-hmm. I literally live like a block away from where I grew up. Oh, damn. Okay. So I'm like, full circle moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in eighth grade, right? You were kind of recording or getting your first taste of recording. Um, did you know then, like, that was for you? You wanted to be a singer, songwriter? In eighth grade, yeah, because. In 2009, I had already told my aunt when webcams were big and everybody was on YouTube yeah. posting their singing videos, mm-hmm. I told her I could do that. Like, I want to do that. I want to blow up on YouTube singing. And I have videos from 2009 and such of me singing on a camcorder, Etta James songs, like when Beyonce did that Cadillac mm-hmm. Records movie. Yeah. I used to always mimic those songs. So you see me as this little girl, her little Aeropostale, and I'm singing <laughs> like these big woman songs. And ever since then, I knew like, I want to be a singer. That's that's plan A. Mm. But, you know, your family is always going to be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's like conventional. Route, right? What else do you want to do? I'm like, mm. people always say you shouldn't have a plan B. Yeah, yeah if you really want to go hard in plan A, right? I mean, but honestly, that's a confusing. Yeah, there's a, there's two ways to say like you always need to prepare, be prepared in case something doesn't work. But then also people say you have a plan B, you're already preparing yourself to fail. But that's not fair. Which is like, uh, like don't be a dummy. Just 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 don't be a <laughs> dummy. Don't be a dummy. I, I found you know, balance. I'm like, yeah. okay, what else do I like other than singing? Because even say right now I blow up to be the superstar that I always wanted to be. I could still have a degree mm-hmm. and open up different businesses mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's never bad to, um, you know, have be educated in different topics mm-hmm. in different areas because it happens with athletes when you just focus on one thing your whole life and then 
you don't have financial, you know, you know how to work your money or you finish your career and now you don't know what to do with your life. So it's always good to be educated in different Mm -hmm. areas. That's true. And, you know, a lot of celebrities that we see now, once they get the fame, notoriety, Mm -hmm. they end up going back to school anyway. Right. You see them getting, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, getting a business degree or law degree, whatever the case is. So you do see that a lot. That's true. Um, So when when will you say like or when do you say you started to take it serious, like really put out bodies of work that you felt like, okay. This is what I'm this trying to do. This is who I am it. as an artist. 2017. Okay. I had got in the studio with, he's a super dope songwriter now, mm-hmm. Derek Milano, worked with like Megan Stallion, oh, all the other dope okay. artists. Uh, that was my first real studio session. Okay. Uh, we were at a studio, it was called Melrose Sound. Have you guys ever heard of that? I have. It's a pretty nice studio. Um, so that was my first, like, oh, this is a real studio. <laughs> like, okay, got an engineer and stuff. Um, that was the first time I wrote something on my own because I used to be like why do I need to write people have writers I don't need to write yeah, yeah. my dad would always be like you need to write this stuff down this is a song so he put me on the spot and I'm like I didn't want to disappoint I was with my sisters at the time and I just did like this little remix to Nivea don't mess with my man <laughs> <laughs> and after that I was like I think I could do this more like talk about my story in a certain type of yeah. ways and then every Monday after that I started booking studio sessions in NoHo with a, a friend of mine named Chill he would record me and I started recording covers. Then I started writing more. And then I eventually just like got to the point that I'm at. Talking about your covers, I saw you on your Instagram. You were singing for, or maybe it was on TikTok for mm-hmm. Timbaland. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? How did that come about? So Timbaland does, it's called like Timbo Idol mm-hmm. on TikTok. Every, I don't know if it's like every day, it seems like it. <laughs> but he goes on live on TikTok and people can request to be in his live and play him two songs. Oh, wow. Then he changed it to where you have to like, uh, it's like a link he sends. You mm. could Dropbox him two songs. You only get two songs, no more than that. Um, if you don't send it ahead of time, you only get to play one song. So you got 100,000 people trying to play their songs for Tim. It's like this is their one shot, right? Man, I, it was crazy because I even sent it to a friend of mine. And I was like, you know, I sent it to her so she could tag me. She ends up getting on there <laughs> oh, and like play her music. And I was like. I've been waiting for like two weeks, <laughs> and you got picked. So finally, like three weeks later, it's funny because he was right there when uh, my son was right there when Timbo finally picked me, mm. and he's like, "Oh, he finally picked you." I'm like, <laughs> literally after practice and stuff, I'm like, "Be quiet!" Like I'm waiting for him to pick me. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to hear my song. So I get on there. He's like, "I thought I already picked you." I'm like, "No, yeah. wrong girl." Like, but I'm here now, so I'm giving him his flowers because Timbaland is one of my. He is my favorite producer. Yeah. Like. Since OG. a little girl, I loved Aaliyah. Okay, yeah. So since a little girl, I'm like, I want to work with Timbaland. I knew that it wasn't just her that made that sound. It was yeah. producers. Mm-hmm. It could be engineers. Even Missy Elliott. Missy like, Elliott. Yeah. Their sound together. Growing up, I was like, I have to work with them. Not just one, but them. But yeah. Timbaland, I'm like, please hear my songs. Yeah. Like, so when I got on there, I played this slow song first just so I could show like my vocal ability. And then I played this new single I'm about to drop. And he really liked it, so he's he tapped in with me after that, oh, and wow. he ended up like uh, reaching out to Rance from Fifteen Hundred or Nothing, telling him about me. So he's been, you know, really dope, busy man. But I'm like just big on nourishing all my relationships, mm-hmm. networking. Know? Yeah, if it don't happen right now, you never know. In six months, mm-hmm. my 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 name might pop up. Keep watering those relationships, room, you know. Room, yeah, yeah, that's so true. Um, so talk about, I guess. Because I'm kind of hearing, you know, the grind from being a kid till now. Talk about the grind and what it's taken to just keep going and, you know, keep trying to reach the next level in your music career. 
the grind is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever like unmotivated? Like, man, maybe this isn't for me. Or mm-hmm. yeah, you go through those little stages. I do. Um, Nipsey says something that I'll always remember. He said I went through every emotion. And that always stuck with me because that was like the time that I was going through what I was going through. At that time I heard it, it was like, okay, this is confirmation that this is normal, that I'm going through these ups Mm -hmm. and downs. But I'm not the typical female artist that's like, no offense, respectfully, (laughs) everybody get their bag. But like, I'm not stripping, I'm not (laughs) finessing dudes, I'm not sleeping with nobody, going on dates, trying to go viral for who I'm messing with. I'm not, Mm. I really work nine to fives. I've worked from... Roscoe's chicken and waffles to law firms to UCLA. Like I be in jobs working, yeah. being a mom, football mom. Like the grind is hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they set me up. <laughs> Are you good like that? No, though? I'm good. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you, you pause it. Yeah. Oh, you don't hurt your back. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> that happened the last time. That's the last time. Exactly. You're happy for me. Okay. Chill on this couch. That's tripping. Oh, it's time, man. We need a new setup. <laughs> 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 Y'all must have been here just laughing or something. <laughs> <laughs> That couch been through it for sure. <laughs> Damn, where was we at? Talking We're talking about, about the, grind. Like, the, grind, yeah, the grind. Yeah, the grind ain't easy. Listen. Pick it up. <laughs> it's on me? Yeah. All right. In five, two, so yeah, the grind yeah. is crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gets hard. Is I it, do have doubts. Do you, you know you talked about how you're not willing to do certain things that a lot of these artists, women artists, mm-hmm. do to be able to get where they want to get faster. Is there ever like, damn, like, you know, I'm over here working hard, like actually working hard, trying to make an, another girl could just go viral with some crazy talk <laughs> and some stripping shit, and mm-hmm. it's like. Boom and stardom. But that's like the that's the part that discourages women like me. Yeah. Like it doesn't discourage me to where I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna give up because I'll never quit. But it just is like, damn, yeah. you're trying to make my money the right yeah. way, and then you got a girl that can just do the. That's the bare minimum mm-hmm. that a woman can do. Mm-hmm. Literally. And I literally used to go on rants on Instagram. <laughs> I stopped or whatever. I used to go on rants because my brand is worthy, worthy by Armani J. Okay. I'm telling people that. They're worthy, and you don't need validation validation to know your worth and things like that. I have had friends that mm-hmm. were strippers. I've been, in, I have fun in strip clubs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm not prude or anything, but I'm not wrong for telling you like you really don't have to pick your money up off the floor. Yeah. And this is also the bare how you working hard and you're doing the bare minimum. Literally anybody could strip down to their underwear yeah, and so. go out there and walk around and make a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars a night or so. That's not hard. That's mm. not working hard. Staying up late is working hard, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's not. So with somebody like me, I, I'm also a mom. To have to work nine to fives, and then you got practice six to eight, and mm-hmm. then you want to go to the studio, and then you want to meet with producers and do this and do interviews. Like That is a real grind. And even with videos, I remember at some point I was having 3K budgets for my videos, and I was out here trapping like (laughs) and i'll try to figure out like dang i don't even know how i did that but it's called like that's called grinding it's like 
I'm getting the money the right way. My respect is the biggest thing to me. I want to walk in rooms and it's not like, hmm. I hate I, try. Yeah. yeah. More and so I, like, hi, how you doing? Like, yeah, and you could tell as a, as a man, you could tell when a woman, I don't know, like guys know what how to approach certain women because you could tell by your energy, the way you carry yourself, like, okay, like she's not on none of that or like, yeah, yeah like this is, you know, another easy woman, et cetera. Crowd. Yeah. Then you're confused. <laughs> and you know, like you said though, your name is everything and you want respect next to it. Like, and, and to me, in my opinion, when people, you know, go to route, you're going and try to get it that way. When they do get it, it's more fulfilling and it lasts longer because it wasn't predicated on something that obviously is for a quick right. fix. You know what I mean? You had a plan and you put down a foundation for it. So that's always commendable. Always. For being a woman in this industry, do you ever um have you encountered like any crazy situations when you're like this is disgusting and you just feel uncomfortable trying to work with people that, you know, have put you in a weird situation? Um, a couple. Like, before I really jumped into making music, like how I make it now, you know, all the connections I made and stuff, I've had, when I was working at Roscoe's, I've had people come in there and they're like, oh, you do music? My coworkers would be like, she could sing, sing for them, sing. <laughs> and then you have these producers or so come in, like, yeah, I work with this person. And, you know, I had just talked about this too. Like, they'll ask you, like, you know, are you fun or are you business? And mm. it's like, oh, what's that mean? I'll be I'm crazy. No, I'm scared, but <laughs> right, what's that mean? Um, and then just I just always have to deal with people wanting to be flirty and like yeah. it's very uncomfortable because I come from a corporate world, mm -hmm. right? That's unacceptable in corporate world. Mm -hmm. I don't have to work here and be flirted with just to do any yeah. type of business with you. But in the music industry, they need like sexual harassment <laughs> like rules in yeah. the music industry. Yeah. This is a business and it's just so messed up as a woman. Men go through this too though. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you don't want to sleep with me? How you gonna deny me? Oh, okay, well we're not I've heard this before, but in my case, man, it's always like, Well, you wanna um grab something to eat? Like everybody's always yeah. slick about it. You wanna grab something to eat, like we should chill, we should yeah. vibe, da, 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 da. like the vibe is here in the studio. Right. Press play. <laughs> like that's all I'm here for. That's the vibe. And we could create a friendship after that if mm -hmm. that happens. Like nobody is we're coming here to work. You know, it's so kind of refreshing hearing you talk like this because, you know, every girl we kind of talk to or whatever, they're in a whole different side of this. They're like, <laughs> yeah, like, we going to finesse. We going to why not? I'm not blah, blah, blah. nothing. Oh, I hate the whole finesse, that whole thing that's going on right now. I'm so against it because yeah. finessing is also not a job. It's not a grind. You're mm -hmm. taking someone else's money. It's nothing to be proud of. At all. Yeah, like. And it's like a trend. You know, social media makes it like, oh, yeah, this, we got to be with these rich guys and flags and do this and do that. It's just, do you love this rich guy? Yeah. And of course, everybody wants money, you know what I mean? But at what extent at what are you willing to get it? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? At what exactly, at what smut on your name are you willing to go get a bag? We kind of talk about that on here all the time. Like, And all these girls that, that are like so proudly out here saying this and that, yeah, they're getting from all this and that, but guys know what kind of woman they are. Nobody's going to take them seriously. Even the guys that are doing that. That's they, why they go through them. Mm -hmm. yeah. But see, me, I'm big on longevity. And like you said, so, you know, starting my foundation. It's like my life is like a house. You have to have your foundation. Mm -hmm. Then you have to have structure. Got to yeah. have a roof on top yeah. and all these things that go into it. Longevity. Like you could be finessing. This is why I don't come in here with designer bags. And I might give me a little black owned bag. Yeah. But I don't, I don't do designer. This was a gift. Okay. I don't do jewelry and spend my money on that. I came up on some bags and mm -hmm. I put it into myself, my work. When I connect with people on an investment level, it's like, I don't want clothes. I don't yeah. want mm -hmm. designer. Can you put that in a music video? Can you yeah. put that in promoting or marketing for me? 
finessing, I want my own bag. Yeah, yeah. Any dude that I have dealt with, if they have money, I never cared about what was in their bank account. I don't care how much you make. As long as you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you make. That's your bank account. It's your car. It's your house. That's your money. My name's not on none of that. I'm not entitled to none of that. How can I get the same money like you or more? How do you mm-hmm. feel like right now, you know, because you sound like you're a go-getter, right, as, yeah. as a woman. Do you feel like it's difficult finding men because of the type of personality you have? Oh, I don't find nothing. <laughs> you attract or are attract or, or that you no, come across kidding. situations um, with them. I don't think it's hard. I think um I think my person I'm going to stick to me personally. I mm-hmm. think my issue is more so just men are not ready for the type of woman I am. Okay. Yeah, that's my outside image looks like young, fun and <laughs> possibly dumb to mm-hmm. some. <laughs> But when you really get to know me and we're having deep conversations about, like, where do you see yourself in five years and how do you want to raise your Mm -hmm. kids or what's important to you, then you start being like, Like, this is too serious. This is a little too serious for me. Yeah, she's a little too serious. Yeah. Yeah. But But I'm very, like, I'm so chill. I just, I think the people that I attract, they want this, but they're just not ready. I get you. If that makes sense. No, I, I do. There, uh, most people are fr- are afraid, right? Because of commitment of commitment, because right. on, on the other side of that, there's failure, right? Yeah. There's heartbreak and things like that. Um, so I get that part, but then you know, you're never gonna know if you're able to do it until until you do it. So, right. Um, talk to us about any new projects you got coming up, anything like that. So I'm gonna say this first on this platform. Okay, no. um, exclusive. Yeah, getting exclusive. <laughs> right exclusive. Now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing crazy, but so my goal is to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be years from now, so you guys can kind of see where my head is at yeah. in this music industry. Um, I'm not even close to 30, so I have like a long way to go. I decided, well, I didn't decide, but I figured out what LA is missing. And in order to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I have to do something that nobody else is doing, right? Okay. There is no female L.A. artist that is really carrying L.A. on their back. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but a female artist that sings and raps. And so I tapped into my rap bag. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to start doing like a good balance of singing and rap to where you get the whole Blast Bino. You get Mm -hmm. uh, Janae Aiko. You get all these dope L.A. artists in one. And shout out to Janae Aiko, Mm -hmm. her sister Mila J. These are artists from L.A., but... Janae Aiko didn't start off representing L.A. on her back, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's true. never. She that's was true. very zen and, yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know. Came maybe, a little bit later. Yeah, vibey, and then mm. now it's like, okay, neighborhood and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which that's, that's, that's another conversation. But you yeah, know, which yeah. is fine. But me, like, I've always loved the culture. I've always been tapped into all the areas of L.A. and such. So now I'm just like, all right, I'm about to start dropping some projects where people are going to really get a West Coast sound, but it's not just going to be singing. It's going to be rapping as well. So this next song that I'm about to drop it's called I Know That's Right. Mm-hmm. My friends keep calling it Friday because in the beginning, it starts off saying, it's Friday and I'm ready to... So he calls it Friday all the time. But okay. it's called I Know That's right. right. Um, And I got it produced by My Guy Mars. Mm-hmm. You guys ever heard him? 1500 or nothing. Mm-mm. So he's super dope. I'm going to start working with him. Hopefully start working with Michael Keys more. Um, But yeah, that's going to be the next single. I'm working on a video for it right now. I Know That's Right. That's nice. That little part you saying kind of sound like some Aaliyah or like a little a, a sample from something she said, or maybe it was a song by. It uh, is. Um, so the beginning, it's like a mesh of uh, what's his name? Um, what's that song that they always play? What's his name? Is it Hey Mr. DJ? Mm-mm. That's because that's also what I. He's what a I, super tall guy, 
and they play it every Friday or something like that. Oh, um, damn. No clue. Oh, no, actually, <laughs> oh my God, but the, the, how I did the song was, it's Friday and I'm ready to pick up the girls getting ready for this Friday. Ready for whatever though. Trips around the globe, put my city on. Cause this is how we do it. Mm, it's the Friday. Feels right. that oh, you're talking about Montreal. What's yeah. your name? Yeah, that's how, how we do it. it. Yeah. yeah, so it's like Aaliyah and him meshed. In a little that. mixed so together. That's cool. That's fire. That's cool. Your voice is, yeah. your voice is sick. Thank you. <laughs> See, practice. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> practice makes perfect. Um, talk to us a little bit about, because you just brought up Janae Aiko, mm-hmm. Blast, Bino. Um, talk to us, like, how do you feel about the West Coast right now in general, rapping and singing, like, where do you think we're at on a global perspective? This is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Nobody heard it for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, don't be. argue about it because yeah. it's just an opinion. It's not fact. Um, I think the West Coast music and sound needs help. Yeah. Because there's no feeling out here. Um, I can't stand the gibberish. I can't keep up with that. He asked my friends, like, how do you know what he said? Yeah, like, yeah. Are you looking up the lyrics or something? Like, there's no clarity. But that's just my personal opinion. Like, I could just be like an old head or something like that. But yeah, I think the West Coast sound needs help. No, I agree. There's no feeling out here. We're not talking about nothing. Nothing. And if anything, a lot of West Coast sound is starting to sound like all these other sounds. Yeah, and I feel like we that was sound the... like Atlanta. Yeah. As I was gonna, we saw Atlanta going off and all the artists were coming out, you know, blowing up like crazy. So I feel like a lot of artists out here were trying to like emulate that style and copy that style kind of too. Like, always working for them, it could work for us, yeah. but the, it's a whole different section, and it's a whole different sound that you cannot replicate or try to be a part of. You used to come to Cali for a specific sound, mm-hmm. a specific right. look, you know, dances, certain different things. Now we are trying to be like other people. I think we're just at a point right now, too, though, where, like, all the old school shit and maybe, like, early 2000s, it's just we're at a point where we've done everything that we could kind of do with our sound and the culture in LA where I think we just need somebody fresh to come in and like give us a new, like that's kind of how Wabino and Blast did. They kind of came in and gave us the same kind of sounds, but they gave us a new sound out of it. Like a whole And they're popping off. You know what I mean? So we need something, we need something like that for sure. And I think LA, yeah, more vibes. Like Killing, Killing for real. Um, He's going off too. People like that. Yeah. You, um, how how hard is it, or is it hard, uh, being a um, mother and trying to follow this dream? Chasing it's very it. hard um, because I told myself, I had him when I was 18, so I told myself I'm going to make sure that he still is able to live his life, even if I'm trying to follow my dreams. A lot of people can't find that balance, so it's like, baby got to go with grandma or mm. grandpa or, you know, it's a lot of... Shout out to these moms because I do know it's hard, so I understand. But it's a lot of women that have to have family or somebody take their kid. I was just so big on he's staying with me. Mm. He comes to the studio with me. And he's here right now. With he's you. here yeah, right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> Respect. He's rolling with me. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, get dressed. We got an interview to go to. Mm. Like, it's hard because you don't want to fail your child, and you also don't want to make them feel like, my mom's all over the place. Yeah. Or, you know, I never wanted to think that I'm not in tune with him. So that's why I told myself when he got to a certain age, which is like that age now, he's playing sports. He has his life now. His life is starting. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard it is for me, I could be in the studio till four in the morning, Friday, Friday, four in the morning, Saturday, and he has a game that I got to be at at 8 a.m. And I'm getting his stuff ready. I'm washing his stuff. I'm getting him dressed. He's going to that game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure, like, you got your water. We're going to play catch before mm-hmm. the game. We're going to be there before the sun go up. Like, he's not going to lack nothing. So it's hard. Financially, it's hard. 
Get to a whole nother person you gotta Man, take care these of. These parents be out here <laughs> drip down, son being like pay less shit or something <laughs> like that. Like, I'm not big on that. Um, I'm not big on no materialistic yeah. stuff. Like, I'm teaching him something way different. So, I'm teaching him hard work. Yeah. So, him being with me, he's seeing like, okay, I see my mom grind. I see mm-hmm. her work hard for her dream. So, if he wants to play football for the rest of his life, that's what it's gonna take. Mm-hmm. If you wanna be a doctor, a police officer, firefighter, that's what it's going to take. So Hard work. Yeah. It seems you have uh, <clears throat> very good morals. Did, did you come from your family? Like, uh, Were you raised correctly or did you go through a lot of struggles growing up? Or where do you get your you know, your morals and the way you hold yourself accountable? And so your father was a pastor, yeah. though, right? Yeah. So I could, I could imagine there was some sort of structure early on. Yeah, he, and he, he was always close to all of us. I have nine siblings. Oh, okay. Yeah, seven <laughs> girls, two boys. He was always close to all of us. I mean, I don't know everybody else's relationship, mm-hmm. um, but I would call him on the phone like every night because we didn't live together and he worked nights. And so we would just talk about everything. And up until I really started dating is when we kind of like fell oh, off yeah, a little yeah. bit. I'm like, I don't like boys. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. And I recently just told him, like, Dad, I should have never did that. I should have <laughs> kept on asking you for advice back then because then I would have got plates. He would have gave it to you. He would have <laughs> gave it to you straight like, up. Nah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh, he's lying. Um, but... Yeah, my dad, my great-grandmother, we were living with her up in, for a couple years, and she's from the South. So she taught me what it was to wake up early morning and mm-hmm. have breakfast ready for kids and whoever else, always have a meal ready for somebody that walks in the door, clean house, laundry done, grocery shopping. Like, how she carried herself was what I, I always looked at, like, oh, okay, you are a woman. My mom, she never complained. She was a hustler. She worked hard. You, she never looked like what she went through. I think I got that from her. So I, I came from a family of like, they all grind, mm-hmm. they don't complain, and they're just genuinely good people. Like when people come to my family gatherings, mm-hmm. you're going to feel that welcome. Like you've been there for a long time. So growing up, just learning from other people's mistakes. Um, I've always been big on psychology. So I major in psychology now. Okay. And I've always been, you know, curious observant i asked a lot of questions and with the with that being said you just start learning like i don't want to have a relationship like that mm-hmm. i don't yeah. want to be a woman like that i don't want a man like this i wouldn't want my children to feel like this so it's just like i literally just learn every day <laughs> and that's what that's what this life is you feel me i think it's um to learn is the destination you know what i mean to keep learning keep learning keep growing um, Armani, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you. Um, really great conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you got any last words? No, nah, you, um, <laughs> honestly, like I said earlier, it's refreshing hearing somebody, a woman like you, uh, talk about, talk about all these things and, and come off with your energy and the way you hold yourself accountable and the way you carry yourself because we got a lot of people on here and a lot of girls that we know, et cetera, and it's the whole opposite. So and it's cool. And I'd be so shocked <laughs> when people say like, I appreciate the compliment, of course, mm-hmm. but it's just so shocking that there's not a lot of women like me. <laughs> at least they don't portray themselves like that. Yeah. They try to, I don't know, but we don't, don't hear know. it. I don't hear it, at least. <laughs> there's nobody that could be like me, so I just mm-hmm. feel like, um, I don't know, I just feel like there's a bigger purpose yeah. out here in the world. Like, we're all going to go one day, and we can't take none of this stuff with us. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's what can you that's leave real. Yeah. What exactly are you leaving Besides here? your name and what mm-hmm. you, you, you kind of did. I'm leaving, yeah. like... People remember you as, literally, that's all. I'm going to leave, like, people will be like, that was a woman that didn't go this route and still made it. You never mm-hmm. saw her complain. You never, 
if she did struggle, we didn't see it. She just always held her head high and was confident. She knew her worth. And that's what I'll leave here. Because that means a lot more than just like, I left a million dollars for somebody. Like, yeah. To mm-hmm. leave somebody knowledge of how to do better in life is like one of the biggest gifts that you can leave. Yeah, most definitely. Well, so good luck. And uh, we wish you the best in your projects, your work, and uh, in this career. Thank you. We'll guys. be tapped in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Hopefully we see you in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, yep. Definitely. Yeah, man. So this is the end of the episode. If you guys are watching this, please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you for the love, the hate. Thank you guys It's Kali the One This is Disorderly Conduct I don't know where you guys are going But you gotta get the hell up out of here (laughs) We out Thank you Again That was great Thank you so much